0: how are you all today I'm sad I'm sad today uh, some of you may have heard uh, during the week that a 39 year old man was killed by lightning in the Adelaide hills at a church camp and that was Sharon and uh, uh, Danny Guglielmucci's son and uh, a really really good guy um, four little kids, and uh, yeah, I just feel so sad for Danny and Sharon and his wife and children. And uh, I guess that will be a very sad church today. And uh, uh, Danny, his dad, passed his age International Adelaide. It's a
1: a very large
0: church, um, a couple of three or four thousand people, and. Uh, Several campuses in Adelaide, one in Melbourne, I know of, and I think there's one in Perth, and I know there's one in Bristol in England. And uh, Victory Church was where Chris was in the northern suburbs of Adelaide, but yeah, I can only imagine how they feel today. So, can we pray for them? I just think that would be really, really good if we could pray for them this morning. So, Lord. This whole world, Lord, just dishes up stuff that, Lord, I do not understand at times. Lord, I have no idea how devastated they must feel today at their loss. But, Lord, the only thing I do know is that your grace is so incredible. Your love is so unfailing. And, Lord, I just commend the Guggenheim family to your grace, to your love today. Lord, I just pray you will just so speak into their hearts today, God, that you will just speak your grace and your love to them at this time, for his children, Lord, for so that we miss him so much. Lord, I just pray for them all today and ask you covering over them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yeah, praise God. But I know God's a good God. Amen. I know that know that god is a good God, and uh who's heard of enoch Enoch, and uh i think it's in genesis chapter 5 isn't it somewhere through there it says enoch i uh, walked with god <coughs> excuse me enoch walked with god but he was not because god took him and uh uh, I've often wondered how that happened and what happened to him, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But uh, I heard an explanation during the week, and I, I don't know whether it's right or not, but it sort of could be. And uh, so the Lord God came down and knocked on Enoch's door and said, "You want to come for a walk, Enoch?" That's what they used to do. He walked with God, so he he went for a walk, and they walked and walked and walked, and and Enoch said, "Lord, it's got." It's almost dark it's got very late and there was no street lighting back then you see so uh and jesus uh, the lord god he said yeah well it is it has got late, hasn't it what are we going to do Enoch, he said i'll tell you what it's closer to my place than yours come home with me he said yeah so it could be right couldn't it <laughs> hey it could be right <laughs> who knows praise god who knows Ah, I tell you what, the presence of God is something in that. The presence of God is just something really, really beautiful. I, uh, I don't know what God's doing in me. I get, uh, I get teary when we worship these days and singing that song. This is amaz- amazing grace. This is unfailing love that you would take my place that he would bear my cross. And uh, every time I contemplate that, every time we sing it, it just, just think, oh, God, I was so unworthy, you know? <laughs> Like, and we all were, weren't we? That's just the truth of it. But he loved us. He just so loved us that he came and died in our place. Yeah, what an incredible thing, I just get stuck on it and I don't ever want to get over it to be honest with you, but we better preach something this morning, so um, if you've got your Bibles, turn to the book of Philippians, Paul's letter to the church in Philippi, chapter 3, message today just is really a connection of thoughts that came to me during the week, I don't know how you are and how and what your life is like, <coughs> what your uh, life with God, what your walk is like, but um, I know God doesn't always give me reasons, but he gives me things. And uh, uh, just a verse will just be so strong to me and think, well, Lord, are you talking to me? Is this for the church? Is what What is this? And, Obviously, he doesn't say anything else. He's a bit like me. And I say, "No, what is this?" And uh, Pam says that to me. "You're not listening to me." I said, "Yes, I am. Yes, I am." What did I just say? Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> but I was listening, sort of. <laughs> Feel like that sometimes. But just got these this, this verse. It was just a, a phrase in a verse. And it was uh, in Philippians chapter three, and verse thir- uh, verse fourteen. I read thirteen as well. But it was just these words: the upward call in Christ Jesus. And, and, and I'm just driving, and I'm thinking, where is that? I think that's in Philippians chapter three. And I'm and uh, well, <coughs> of course, I wouldn't look it up when I was driving, would I? But I, I. I looked it up and uh, so so let's read it this morning Philippians 3 13 14 brethren I do not count myself to have apprehended but one thing I do this was a definite this one thing I'm definitely doing Paul saying I'm forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus, and i just I've just had that going over and over and over in my in my heart, just the upward call of God in Christ Jesus, the upward call of god and and, uh, and I get to Friday or Saturday, and I haven't got anything to preach and think Lord that's what I'm preaching that's what I've got <laughs> the upward call of God in christ Jesus and so I was just looking at the that passage of scripture and all that paul was writing there and and uh, one thing I do know that if we want anything to mess up our upward call it's getting caught up with the past that'll do it every single time <laughs> that'll bog us down that'll 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 slow us down that'll stall us that'll take our focus off Jesus absolutely when we go looking back into the past and I don't know if i I'm not a counselor but i'm i, I I don't know why you've got to go and delve into the rubbish of the past to try and go ahead. I just think you've got to get some traction and go. <laughs> Amen. Eyes on Jesus, and I'm going that way. <laughs> Praise God. And so, uh, uh, you know, reading the, the, the passage of uh, the Scripture, and, uh, and I thought it connects, you know, it all connects, and Scripture does. And as you read it, it connects, and then it connects elsewhere. Think that's why he wrote that, and that's why this is there, because of this, that fits with this and that. I love the way Scripture does that, amen? Written by men who live sometimes thousands of years apart, you know, under the unction and, and and leadership and and of the Holy Spirit they wrote. And it just fits together so perfectly and so beautifully. It's an amazing, an amazing book. And so... um, uh, uh, Paul uh, says, "You know, we press toward the goal, the upward call in Christ Jesus." And so, you know, that got me thinking uh, of, of uh, Hebrews chapter three, and I think in there it says that it's a heavenly calling. And so I looked up to check that I was right in my thinking, and Paul did say that. Well, whoever wrote. Hebrews, I shouldn't assume, should I? Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling. It's an upward call. It's a heavenly calling. You know, it's higher than any calling, anything on this earth. It's something out of this world, the calling and the goal that we have, you know, in our lives. And uh, I ended up down in verse 20 Excuse me, and this is where I want to spend a, a whole lot of time today because verse 20 says, For our citizenship is in heaven. Oh, wow. I mean, I've read that hundreds of times, but I just started reading that and reading that our citizenship is in heaven. Our citizenship is in heaven. I thought, wow. And, and I just started doing something in my spirit. You know, I think that's why we're so attracted to the presence of God, the manifest presence of God, because, you know, is is he in heaven? Is his manifest presence there? You bet it is. And I think that's why there's such an attraction, because we're not of this world, see? And, uh, you know, his presence is where we belong. Like Psalm 42, uh, uh, is it, I think, uh, deep calls under deep. You know, I think I think that's why there's this attraction. It's, the, you know, the, the deep things of us, you know, there's a deep relationship between us and God, deep calls to deep, spirit calls to spirit. There's just a connection there. And I think that's why we just hook up with the presence of God and it feels right and it feels good and it's where we want to be because that's what we're made for, I believe. Praise God. Ah, oh, thank you, Jesus citizenship is in heaven and i I just must have been the holy spirit because my brain's not this good but i don't know where my brain goes sometimes but in my spirit I, i just i was thinking of that old hymn we used to sing well some of you probably have never sung it um i should say that old hymn some of us old people Used to sing when we were young, like you, and we were once. <laughs> we were once, yeah. It's 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 amazing. We, uh, you know, that, that verse. Uh, our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus is coming again. One day, he's coming again. But I know when you're younger, you, you sometimes you're scatty when you're younger. I, I, I know you wouldn't be, but I should I say I was scatty when I was younger. I, uh, I can remember not wanting Jesus to come because I, I thought what a tragedy it would be if I didn't get my motorbike license. If I missed that before he come, I just wouldn't be able to ride him. Thinking now how stupid that would have been, great, you know. But you know, you know what I mean. When you're young, you just see things different. All, 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 You know, you just see things different when you're younger, and maybe when you're older, you just see them different.
1: I thought of that old
0: hymn guide me, oh, thou great Jehovah, pilgrim in this barren land. I am weak, but thou art mighty. Guide me with thy powerful hand and then it says bread of heaven feed me forevermore and in, in a in a refrain on the on the end of it and i just thought as I, I just had that those old words going over in my my in my heart and i thought even our food's not of this world is it like our citizenship citizenship is is there it's above it's 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 not of this world and And our food and our drink and whatever is not of this world. It's from a different place altogether. And it's why we never get satisfied if we're trying to eat and drink of this world because it's never going to hit the spot that we need it to. It can't do that because our citizenship is not here. We don't belong here. It's just like this. It's something about eating at home that's good, isn't it? You know, like you you can go out and you can eat you can go to restaurants and eat, you can I've, been, I've eaten in some nice places, you've got to say. But when I come home to my little girl and and, and I just eat her food, it's just home. It's just you know how, how what, you know what I mean, it's it's right. It's just feels good. And and that's what heaven is to us, you know, and uh it's an amazing thing. And uh can I show you something today? Can I can I just continue to show you some stuff here? As I was reading this, I just started looking at a whole lot of stuff. The Moffat translation of the Bible, which I'm probably not just like me old King James I mean, old new King James. Uh, it's a bit of an oxymoron, that isn't it, me old new King James. <coughs> but uh, just different occasions, different translations put things and you the wow. Isn't that really, really good? You know, the old living Bible says of Psalm 23, because the Lord is my shepherd, I have everything I need. Amen. I just love the way it puts that. It's so simple. It is beautiful because it's simple, you know, and it's so true. And so the Moffat translation puts verse 20 this way. We are a colony of heaven. And I thought, I, I, I like that. I think that's good, the way they've put that. You know what a colony is, don't you? Like Australia was a colony of of uh, Great Britain or of England at one stage. We, we we were planted from there like we came out from there, most of us below deck, and uh, uh, I think that still tells with me sometimes. But we came out and, and we, we they started a new colony here. But it was governed from back there. The laws came from back there. Uh, when they ran out of food a couple of times, they got ships from back there that brought it in. The governors, you know, the, the, everything came from back there. It was just a colony. It was like England out here in this dry and barren land that it was. And and uh, that, that's that's where the church is like a colony on earth, but it's 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 governed from heaven. It's supplied from heaven. It's not of this earth. It's why so much in the church will never make sense to the people in the world because we're not of the world. We're from a different place. And, uh, and it's just an amazing fact. We're, we're residents on earth, but we are citizens of heaven. You know, our, our financial system is different than the world's. It's just not gimme, 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 get me, get me. It's like... Let me insure myself forever with with my riches. It's not because you haven't got them forever. What we get, we can take with us. Like we, we our currency, faith's our currency. Amen. And uh, it's just so different than anything on this earth. And, uh, uh, you know, did, did Jesus not say, like, when's your kingdom coming? When's, when's your ki-? And Jesus said, my kingdom's not of this earth. It's not of this world. <laughs> It's not You guys don't get this," he said. "And uh, if if it was, we'd start fighting. But but it's not that. And uh, so uh, uh, you're, you're you're a citizen of heaven, okay? If you're born again by the Spirit of God, washed in His blood, Spirit of God lives in you. You're a citizen of heaven today. I just had to fill out a form recently, and I was filled with regret last night as I was looking at this. I thought, I wished I'd filled it out differently. It said, are you a citizen of Australia? Yeah, and ticked it. And I should have put a cross in there and wrote, no, I'm a citizen of heaven. I'm a resident of Australia. But I wonder what they would have done. Some educated person with degrees and... PHs and whatever else would have thought what? But it's the truth, isn't it? It's the truth. <laughs> I'm a citizen of heaven. I'm a resident of Australia. So if we are citizens of heaven, what are we doing here? Did you ask me that today? Well, thank you. I'll answer the question. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you what we're doing. Mark sixteen fifteen. Who knows what that says? Jesus said to them, "Go into all the world." And preach the gospel to every creature. He ends up. If you're a creature today, I'm a creature. I don't use that word very often. I, I rarely use that word. Pam uses that often. Oh, it's a creature under there. Really, we better preach the gospel to it then. I, I just yeah. God sees us all as creatures. <laughs> what do you mean a creature? Oh well, it was dude, it's a creature. So. Uh, to all you creatures today, ah, <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Here you and uh, uh, where I'm up to, Mark chapter 16. So, so, that's what we're doing. We're doing the King's business. We're doing the the government of the of, of where we belong. We we're, we're doing their work in, in the colony on Earth. That's that's what we're doing. And um, and I and you know as we as we do, uh, verse 15. Uh, can I read you the other verses? Like these are these are. We should be seeing all this. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will, signs will follow those who believe. Is that what it says? In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues amen i'm glad i do that they will take up serpents and if they drink anything deadly it will by no means hurt them they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover oh i love that amen so on this colony of the of of heaven on earth we we just should be seeing that stuff multiplied I, i really 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 honestly believe that amen Honestly believe that, that we get to the stage where we just know if we lay hands on someone, they'll get healed. We'd be utterly shocked if it didn't happen. When we've, when we've got that faith, it'll happen all the time. Because, you know, what was the man who come to Jesus? He says, do you believe? And he said, oh, I don't believe. It helped my unbelief. What he's saying, well, I know you can. I know you can heal. and I, I know you can do miracles. I know you can but I'm not absolutely sure right now you're going to do one for me. I'm, I'm I'm wanting to believe that, but I'm just not there. Yeah. Jesus didn't jump on him, did he? Like, you know, we, we just need to keep growing and keep doing and keep doing, keep being, and, uh, and and let God do work in our hearts. But while we're waiting, that's what we're supposed to do. So as he uses us in building kingdom and you know, just in our everyday lives, uh, uh, as we just do God's will, we just need to keep in mind that we're citizens of heaven. Because if we get, if we lose sight of that, if we lose sight of heaven, it, it messes us up down here. Like, like it just, it doesn't work. The sums don't add up because, uh, and, and it's a balanced thing. And, see, I could preach this in a way that you could get off track too because I'm not saying today, well, you know, we belong to heaven, forget everything here, sell everything up, just, uh, you know, let's get out of here. It's not that either. I hope you love where you live. I hope you love what you're doing. And, and I hope you love the call of God on your life right now because you're on the colony, in the colony of heaven on earth, and, and, man, I want other people to know Jesus. Amen, so man, I, I want other people to know about the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I want other people to know that they're citizens of heaven, and that depends on us. You know, we're the only Jesus they're ever going to see. And so I, I think we need to be just so focused on what we do in here that it's just like that's not even in our thoughts Yet somewhere there, that needs to be there. That hey, this is not my permanent home. I, I, I'm just passing through. Amen. That that's the deal. And uh, there's just got to be a balance in our beliefs and our thinking and in our doing, uh, in that um, in that way with that. Because you can get that. I mean, I knew people that probably stupid preaching and doctrinal stuff and that back in the 70s that sold houses and. Sold insurance policies and stuff because Jesus was coming back and, and tough luck for him. It hadn't happened, is it? You know? And so, uh, you just leave the time and all that to him. That's his business. We just need to focus on him. Amen. But that is our home. That's our ultimate home. Praise God. So, may I tell you today, not that you didn't know, but citizens have rights did you know that citizens have rights and so as a citizen of heaven today you have certain rights i remember uh, <coughs> my friend warren mcmartin when he the first time he went to america and he was all very excited and walked out into the airport and they grabbed him by each arm and Marched him off <laughs> and, uh, what are you doing? Shut up and just come with us, you know. We know what you're about. And uh, Chris wasn't allowed to go with him. What's going on? Just stay there, sit in that room. <laughs> and uh, so all it was, his name was spelt wrong on the passport. And so they thought he was a terrorist trying to get in and misspelled the name. And And so he was not allowed to leave that room unless he changed his name by default. But he, he was in quite a bit of trouble. Instead of W-A-R-R-A-N, he's spelt normally E-N if it's Warren, he, His mum and dad made it A-N, and uh, he had to change it to E-N. And when I write him something, I always still get it wrong. But, um, uh, well, it's not wrong now, is it? It's wrong for me. But uh, but he found that they were really hooking into him, you know. But, he, but a guy told him, he said, they can't do that to you. You've got a right to have a representative for the consul to come here and be with you because you're a citizen of Australia. So he said, I'm not saying any more until you get me He said, that is my right as a citizen, and they had to get him someone. He said, this is stupid. The guy was a pastor. He's doing nothing wrong. They spelled his name wrong. And so uh, he had the power to do a depot thing and change his name, and everyone was happy. No more terrorists and uh, government are wonderful, aren't they? Just wonderful. Just, yeah, amazing. But he had rights as a citizen. Remember when Paul uh, wanted to get back to Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover? And the Holy Spirit was, you know, put it, he knew he was going to go to Rome and he knew it wasn't going to be a good trip. Remember, And and people prophesied, remember Agabus' uh, daughters, and they, yeah, tied their, someone tied their hands, and this was going to happen to the person. That did. And Paul knew it wasn't going to be good, but he knew God wanted him to go to Rome and preach the gospel. So he didn't care about the journey. He was just going to go there. But he wanted to go back to Jerusalem, and they're having this big riot about him, told his story, what happened to him and how God called him, and... They were yelling and screaming. It was, a, it was a riot. And so the Roman soldiers had to go in and drag him out, remember that? And so they thought, well, if they locked him up in jail, that will be the safest place. It's pretty bad when your community is so unsafe that you've got to go to jail to be safe, isn't it? <laughs> I've never quite been in that position. But they put Paul in jail, and so the commander of the jail was going to scourge him, was going to do what they did to Jesus. They're going to, man, whip him real heavy. And they were going to say, lay it on the line. You tell us the truth, you know. Uh, and Paul said, So is it right for you to do this to a Roman citizen? And they said, What? So said, I am a citizen of Rome. And they thought, Whoa. And they said, Hey, back off this bloke. We, we were, yeah. Well, it was different altogether, wouldn't it? He has the right to have a trial and all that. And, uh, as a Roman citizen, he had certain rights. And as citizens of heaven, folks, I just want you to know that you've got rights and they're in the Word. That's why I always tell you, you've got to read it and read it and read it because your rights are in there. Amen? Your rights are in the Word. I, I just, man, oh, man. I love it. And and we've got those rights now. May I say that, when Paul said, we are citizens of heaven. He didn't mean that one day when we actually go there, we're going to be seated. We're seated legally, spiritually. We're citizens now. It's like in, in Romans chapter one, is it verse three? Uh, uh, did I write that down somewhere? I think I did. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. And you understand that that's not one day. Well, I can't wait for the day to come when we get those blessings. We've already, we have been blessed. If, if, you know, if I've got a present for tenure and Pam says, as she got it, it's been given to her. That means she's got it, doesn't it? You know, like it, it, it's past tense. It's, it's, we, we are already, we have all the spiritual blessings we need. We've been given everything. Amen. Now. Not to come now. We're citizens of heaven now. Legal rights there are now, it's for now. Praise God. And so, um, you know, we've got rights earthly people don't have. We, we, You know, by faith we reach into heaven and and draw the resources of grace that we need. That people on earth don't have that right. They're not able to do that. But as citizens of heaven... members of the kingdom, sons of the household, we got right to draw into heaven and draw the resources of grace that we need because that's where it comes from, doesn't it? Is there anyone sick in heaven? No. We reach in there and that's where we draw healing from. That's where, you know, yeah. Miracles, resource, everything comes from there and by faith, It's our currency. (laughs) We're allowed to reach in to heaven by faith, take hold of it. Praise God, citizens of heaven. The word of God to citizens has meaning and nuance and grace and insight beyond anything the world would ever know, would it not? And uh, you could read scripture at times to people who have hard hearts and are close to it and think, what a load of rubbish. And I've had, had that said to me. Yet, you know, when we're going through something, when the pressure's on, like Psalm 46, can I just read you some verses this morning? from the scriptures. I think we probably don't read scripture enough when we preach at times. I always like to base what I say on verses of scripture or a passage of scripture. I think it's good to read, I get very, very offended if I go hear a preacher and they preach and don't even Have a verse, don't even have anything. As we go and hear a motivational speaker, if that's what you doing, I reckon. The Word of God's the thing that will change us. The Word of God's the thing that's going to build us. Amen. Holy Spirit empowering us as we read the Word's going to make all the difference in our lives. Something I can't do for you, Psalm 46.1. God is our refuge and strength. A very Present help in trouble. I I like that. I like that very present help. (laughs) Do you like that present help? What does that mean? Present. With us. Now. (laughs) Yeah. I remember these kids. I don't know what it was, but they, they were giving me a hard time and I haven't got time to tell all the story and, of course, I wouldn't have done anything wrong. So these kids were picking on me, basically. And and uh, I got in a bit of a fright one night and got a black eye and Dad said, how would you get that? And I told him, he said, well, if there's any trouble, you tell them that I'm coming. And it wasn't far from the house. He said, you just yell out if that happens again and I'll come. And so, yeah, fantastic. Dad's on board. (laughs) Dad Dad could fight. And so uh, a couple of weeks later, these kids all jumped out behind this hedge, and there's another big fight going on. And I tell you what, Dad! It's all right. Having Dad's promise of help, but where was the blighter? (laughs) Dad! I like very present help in trouble. Amen. Jesus is now. He's present now. Amen. <laughs> hey whatever you're going through today, he's present now with the Google Lamuchi family today. He's present now. Very present help in trouble. I think I've told you about that fight. I thought I was going to die. And my dad taught me how to box, but I, I just, you know, they were coming at me from everywhere. So I just started booting and kicking and hit one of them kids and they killed him fell on the ground, whoa, like this, and, and they all stopped. Whoa, whoa they just ran. And from that day, it was just my life was different. It's a bit like that drunk bloke Paul Hogan used to take off. He went like that, and the other bloke was that drunk. He fell over, and he thought, whoa. He thought he did it, you know. And, then, yeah, and I, so I don't know how I did it, but, yeah, it's good. I and, mean, whoa, don't go near him. Mate. He's really, yeah, good. <laughs> Praise God, very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, even though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling. I, just a picture, it's, it describes the descri- mountains, describe government, waters, that the people, just troubled world. Is that not where we live today? Seriously? I just read of all the trouble in the world and I think how stupid we are. We're crazy, you know. They tell me yesterday the Russians dropped all these bombs on Islamic State and destroyed all their supplies and, and uh, uh, you know, they've done more than the Americans in three years. They, they, they've just, you know... But where do they get their weapons? They get them from America. All American weapons they got, they're not Russian. (laughs) So the other Syrian mob have got Russian ones. Like, it's like, yeah, it's like like if I had a bank lending Gina money and then Matt doesn't like me because I wouldn't lend him money, so he's fighting Gina and wants me to help him. Well, if I fight Gina, I'm not going to get my money back, am I? Like, that's what goes on. It's just crazy stuff. Send some troops in and all the people saying, oh, yeah, look what we're doing, you know. Crazy people. Though the waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling. Sea Have a think about that. That's what's going on in the world today. But when we've got citizenship in heaven, there is a river whose stream shall make glad the city of God. You know that today, that there is a river. There's a river of God that flows. It doesn't only flow in heaven. It flows in the the colonies on earth. Amen. Praise God. There is a river. Oh, man, I love living by the river. Amen. The holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. Where do you think that place is today? It's not the tent that was back there. It's not the temple that was back there. The tabernacle, the holy place of the most high is in here. Amen. There's a river that flows, folks, that we can live in, I'm telling you, today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God is in the midst of that. She shall not be moved. Do you like that? God is in the midst of her. We aren't getting moved anywhere. I got to laugh. I got to watch the time. I, I, Greg and Stacy got a new dog. And it's an older dog. It's a beautiful golden retriever. But it's been an inside dog, and so there had to be quite a lot of negotiation between Greg and Stacy before they could get the inside dog. <coughs> Greg'd have it anywhere inside, and Stacy wasn't real keen. So she'd come around, and okay. So it's really beautiful dog and it? it's just got this little rug and it sits on the rug. It won't go anywhere else. And <clears throat> so it's got this procedure where you get up in the morning, it's been trained, it goes out, and then it comes in and it has its tucker. And so Stacey doesn't feed their animals until later in the morning. So it was in the kitchen standing where the tins are. in the, And she said, no, go and sit on your rug. And it's just got its feet out and it's just there. They can't cross their arms, but that's what it was doing. And they pulled it and pushed it and spoke to it and, and put it toward the rug, and it just, it just stood there. And it just had this silent standoff, you know, <laughs> like it was—it just wasn't moving until it got food. <laughs> and so Stacey's as stubborn as that is, and so I don't think it got any. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, she shall not be moved. God shall help her. Just at the breaker door. It's like that sometimes, isn't it? Oh God, I'm hanging on, i that running out of strength. It's nearly morning, Lord, just at the break of dawn. God comes through. His timing's always so good, always so good. It Amazes me, it amazes me. Philippians 3:20 For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Saviour. The Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus is coming again. Amen. Jesus is coming again. If that's your whole goal, then you forget about what you should be doing here. Is that right? We need to be focused on what we're doing here, but we need to have that in mind too. Because if we've got that in mind, we'll live differently. That's just all I know. I just want to read you some scripture and then I'm going to finish this morning. Is that a deal? I'll read you some passages of scripture. I love these. I'm sorry for my voice today, but it's the only one I've got. Acts 1.8. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. The Holy Ghost comes upon you. So, that right? what's the power for? You will be witnesses to me. All Judea, Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Now when he had spoken these things, while they watched, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, who also said, "Man of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven?" This same Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will so come in like manner as you see him go into heaven. He went into a cloud; he will come out alone. It's going to be good in that. I don't know if I'm going to be there or not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be there, but, I mean, I don't know whether I'm going up or I'm coming up first. I mean, I don't know when he's going to come. I probably haven't got a 100 years left. I don't know. People say the world can't go on much longer. I don't know about that. The Spirit of God flooded the place like the, the, uh, the uh, <coughs> rivers cover the sea. Like, the, what does it say in, uh, yeah, like it, it didn't take much to change. And, and God can change as easy as, like, the, the, you know, remember the Iron Curtain. So some of you wouldn't have a clue what we're talking about. That was that was there forever, mate. That was there. Yeah. People used to talk about the Antichrist and whatever. Mate, I just think they're Collingwood supporters, but, uh, you know, like, it's gone. The bamboo is has gone. Communism's just, yeah, just God can move and just, You know, like I I don't put any time. He'll come when he comes. But he's going to come again one day. we are going to be caught up to meet him. Amen? Yeah. Can I just read you another passage of scripture? I really should be able to quote this off to you. and I reckon I can, but I'll probably read it. Because if I say I can, I'll make something go wrong. I went to a youth camp and I was always a very good little boy. Just always focused on good behaviour I was, and my cousin was he was an evil lad here. Yeah. must have been him that got us into trouble, <laughs> maybe, <coughs> and so we were really punished very severely. <coughs> Our punishment was we had to learn John chapter fourteen down to verse six <laughs> and so Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. I know, know my father. It's good punishment, isn't it? Maybe you should punish your children by making them learn Scripture. That would be good for them. And give them 40 stripes if they get it wrong. Make sure they learn it. Yeah, that would be good punishment. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. believe also in me, in my Father's house, and many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, that you may be also. Praise God. Where I go, you know. The way, you know. Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you're going. And How can we know the way? And Jesus said to them, just so powerful, I am. The way, the truth, and the life. Is that what Jesus said, I am? And they were looking at him. He spoke. Through him is the only way that we can get to heaven. Yeah, praise God. Why don't you bow your heads today?